hello, 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 and welcome to the Public Room Podcast. It's your boy Joseph Adventure. Um, this is just a sound check. I'm live. I'm, I'm, I'm really back. I, you know what? I don't really want to use the term back because that just sounds kind of weird. Um, and you know what's crazy? Uh, I actually started this. Well, this little thing that I'm doing right now is meant to be my sound check, but um, I'm actually just going straight into it. Um, I don't know if it sounds. I'm hoping it sounds great, and I'm gonna try to fix all the sound issues afterwards. I'm currently sitting inside my wardrobe or closet, if you're from um, America or that side there. But I'm actually sitting inside my wardrobe. It's a, it's a built-in wardrobe into the wall or it's a dry line wardrobe. Um, I digress. Um, but I'm sitting here because I believe it should have better sound quality than if I wasn't sitting in here. So I'm hoping that's the case. But I actually have no idea of, of knowing. But um, yeah, so as I was saying, I don't want to use the term back again because like I've been gone for quite a while. And I think the last time I did record, I said I was going to start doing episodes every two weeks. And um, yeah, I didn't do I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Um, and it's crazy because I've, I've been meaning to come and record for a very long time. But um, uh, you know what? It, it's, it's actually not like... It's just a case of like I've been meaning to come and record for a very long time. And the topic or what I, what I said to myself I was going to discuss on the next episode, um, it's actually something a little bit heavy. And well, for me anyway... And I just decided, I just kept put, putting off and putting off and putting off because I just wasn't ready to talk about it. And obviously, um, my boy Kay was just like, you know what, just even if you're not going to do that episode, rather than just delaying putting out episodes, um, why not just talk about something else? But the way that my mind works, because I'm a very, very pedantic person, it's if I've set up order for something, I just sort of got to follow it in that um, pattern. I'm working on not doing that as much and I think I've improved on that in a lot um in, in some sense anyway. Um but but yeah it's it's very um well, I mean the evidence is, is strong that that is still a trait of mine. So yeah without further ado 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 I bid you ado um I I have trust me I have no idea what it is I was trying to do there. But yeah um yeah I'm just gonna get straight into it. I'm I might as well because you know what, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just here. And, you know, do you know what's actually even, even, do you know, another thing that's even much, much crazier than everything I've just said is the fact that I just said to, I thought to myself, you know what, yeah, for this episode, I'm going to need a, a very tall glass of whiskey. Straight. Neat. Yeah, I, I just said to myself, that's what I'm going to need. And, um, but I'm actually here just sip, sipping on my spiritual thought teas. Um, you should check them out. This is not, uh, this is not, a. Uh, this is just a tea, a tea brand that I absolutely love. It's way better than Puka because I used to drink Puka a lot or however you say it. Don't, don't cut my, I'm Nigerian, so my accent might be a bit off. Um, but yeah, it's way better. So I'm just sitting here drinking my spiritual four teas and I'm going to do this episode. I was, I said to myself, let me just get way, let me just get quite, you know, a little bit under the influence and talk about these things there, you know, but, um, I'm just gonna sit my tea, quite British of me, even though I'm Nigerian born. You know, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's my British accent. I, I, I think so, you know. Fancy a cup of love? 
But um, yeah, man. Um, you know what? Let me just get let me just get straight into this because obviously I've been doing the podcast. Well, this is probably like year four of doing the podcast now. And obviously, when I started podcast off, I know a lot of people know the stories. People that've been listening to the podcast um, since it first started. I really appreciate you. Thank you for rocking with us because back then it was me and Humphrey. Um, and it's crazy because, like I was saying, when I first started the podcast, it was me and Humphrey, right? So obviously now it's just me, and I just I really haven't found found that connection yet in terms of um, just being able to sit here and record and put out content and, and talk about the things that I want to talk about and create and you know just just in the manner that they work for me, you know, because I'm I'm very critical of myself as well. So sometimes I record stuff and I'm like, nah, that's that's not good enough. Nah, that's that's not it. Or I think about doing something and I'm like, nah, that's not it. But really and truly. I, I I absolutely know what I need to do. I'm I'm fully aware of what I need to do. I need to go out there and study because this is like I like I've always said, no idea. Like originality is a very very difficult thing. You know, for you to be original, you have to be a rebel. You have to give. You know, you have to be willing to go against the grain. Not to say that I'm not willing to do that, but all I'm saying is, solo podcasts are not a new thing, and I won't be the first person to cross that bridge. So what I need to do really is go out there and sort of like um, do research. See how other people figured it out. Because I sure haven't figured it out. Because I, I'm, I was so used and I feel like I became so conditioned to doing a podcast with Humphrey that when it came to doing it by myself, which was a decision that I made, FYI, um, it also became a very, very difficult thing, you know? So I just haven't found that vein yet. I'm searching. I'm searching for that vein of you know, being a solo podcaster, you know, to be honest here, like, I, I don't even want to say I'm a podcaster because I, I just feel like I, I come on, I come on here and I come in here, um, that sounds freaky, um, to just basically talk about how I feel and it's, this is, this is, the fatherless men, fatherless men has become a form of therapy, like, it's, it's a place for me to get my shit off, really, because I'm, I'm an overthinker, like, that's, that's my shit right there, like, I'm an overthinker, so, the fatherless men has always been a place for me to, you know, just be able to shed some of that weight. And, um, and yeah, so it's, it's just been a little bit weird. I haven't, I haven't, I've been doing so, you know, so yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I really want to be consistent going forward again. Cause yeah, but also at the same time, I don't want to make any promises, but then at the same time, I also don't want to say, I also don't want to become complacent. So it's, it's like a catch 22 for me. So, um, yeah, so this episode, I'm actually going to talk about my father, things that my father taught me. Originally, I, I was, I was, you know, I was. It was a case of I said to myself, oh, let, yeah, let me just talk about the things that my daddy did teach me, the things that my daddy did teach me. But then what I realized was, in not teaching me, there are lessons in there as well. So that's what this episode is going to be about. But um, so like before I even get into all of that. Um, before my tea runs out, um, I, you know, maybe just, I just, I, you know what, I'm stuttering. I have no idea what I'm stuttering. But maybe just a little back, uh, can I say background? No, I don't know. Can I say background? Echo in the room. Can I say background? No, I guess not. Um, so just, just like, it's, it's crazy because like, um, with everything that's going on at the moment, and obviously, yes, I'm referring to the big Rona. Corona, COVID. Um, 
So when it all kicked off, I remember this was like back in March or something like that when it all started. Um, then March or April, March, April, around that time, it feels so long ago. So when it all kicked off, it, it was crazy because, um, you know, there was just so much uncertainty going on. And I probably mentioned this about this in the last episode that I did. But, um, but anyway, we're here. Um, yeah, there was just so much uncertainties going on. Like you, people just weren't sure. I wasn't sure. People around me were losing their job. People were getting fired. People being put on furlough, right? I thank God I was one of those people. Um, I've been able to keep a job, and most people have had what you call a quarantine period. I've, I've not. I've been an essential worker. I work in construction, um, so I've had to go to work. But during during the, the in the midst of all the craziness of everything that was happening around me, more to do with you know work more to do with you know financial freedom and um ownership and things like that or just having skills you know more to, yeah let's just say skills so more to do with in terms of skills right so people were leaving jobs around me and i just said to myself you know what i need to figure this shit out because right now one of the most riskiest things you could do is be an employee and that's what i am so it's, it it was the case of like this is this is mad and thank god I don't know. I don't know at what point this year, but quite early on actually, um, I sort of cut out the habit that of what I was doing last year. Last year, last year I was living paycheck to paycheck. This year, after like I think it was after I came back from Brazil, which was like February or something like that, all of that shit stopped. So like I'm I'm good in in a sense, you know, in, in that sense that I'm not living paycheck to paycheck and I don't have to stretch out my money to the end of the month like a, you know. I, I can afford myself some comfortability in, in that sense, right? So um, just doing that whole corona situation, I just said, you know, I need some skills. I need something more. I need something really tangible. So what did I decide to do? So I started learning something. And I, I came, I, I worked on this, I created this amazing business plan that I even sent to my friend, Bond. And Bond was like, yo, this is sick. And um, yeah, so I, I made this business plan and I just literally, I would, I would work eight to six, after that, have dinner, and I'll get on my grind. I'm talking. I was doing this consistently every single day, seven days a week. I was just on it. Like I was, it was crazy. Like, I was even. I was a bit shocked at myself. I was just on it, just figuring shit out. And I, I was doing everything myself. I was, I was teaching myself how to do Photoshop. And you know, me and YouTube, we, we, we were we were like we were pros at it. So we were uh, me and YouTube. I was always bothering my, my guy and Munya, like, yo, Munya, how do you do this? How do you do this? So I was just honest. I was just creating and putting together this, this, this business, right? And then I did all of that. I, I, I created it. Uh, the website's up and running. I launched and I just lost all motivation. Just fully, like, I, I reached that point. Obviously, there was more to do. There was way more to do. So after that stage was marketing promotion you know just all of those kind of stuff like you know um social media work and all of that stuff so that was the next step that's um ads and stuff like that that was the next stage that was what needed to be done but i just lost motivation and all of that and it was crazy because i couldn't quite figure it out because it's like the same thing that was driving me um for like two three three months as i was working my butt off on on this project on this business then became the same thing that started to put me down that started to make me feel like you know what's the point in doing all of this why why should i be doing this and you know like 
I'm coming to the I'm, I'm coming to a stage in my life. I don't even want to say age because age. If you if you can say age, that's that's you're lying to yourself because people develop at different stages and at different and at different ages realize different things in our life type of thing, right? So if I was to say age, that would be very very inaccurate. But I feel like I'm at a stage in my life where I'm like starting to understand myself, like. And and all that all that happened was I, I get I get moments right so if things are going great things are going good everything you know peach I'm working hard on stuff I'm maintaining relationships I'm building relationships and um, I'm working with people I'm communicating with my friends I'm doing all of that and I get into this I get into this mode where I don't want to talk to anyone I just want to be deep not 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 that I want to be depressed but I'm just in a depressive mood like I I, I you know just no motivation. And I'm I'm also not somebody that, that subscribes to oh I need to be motivated to do shit because if I was looking for motivation to do shit I would never do anything. Like there's days when I get up and like let's take the gym for example. There's days when I get up in the morning and I'm like fuck this shit I don't want to be in the gym I don't want to go in the gym but I still do it because why? Because I have goals and you know there's things I want to achieve with going to the gym and things like that. So it's if I was looking for motivation I actually would never get anything done right. So it wasn't a case of like I was just demo- demotivated. It was just I just lost the drive. I don't know. It's like I, I just went from full to empty. My tank just went, brrr, and I just and then. But then the the the, the difference this time round was with with m- most of that mood. <clears throat> usually when that mood comes, they last maybe two to three weeks. This lasted three months plus. Still kind of in it a little bit, but I ain't. I'm getting a little bit better. I'm bouncing, baby boy, bouncing again. But um, and I and I just didn't understand why that was the case, you know. And I was trying to figure it out, but also not trying to figure it out because then I, because then the next thing that happened was I just I got comfortable with being in that mood. It's like you know, and it became of smile when you're around people, go home and go to bed. You know, you just that kind of thing. Even even like the things that I would I would normally do. You know, like I love cooking. I wasn't cooking. I was eating out my freezer. I was just you know defrosting food that I have I had in the freezer. And just eating that, you know, I was just doing that, it's just a cycle. And I don't know what got me out of it, but it's it's like a thing that I know about. It's a pattern, right? That I know about myself. It's it's a period, and I know these periods come. So I guess in in actuality, it was inevitable that I was going to bounce back. But this just took me way longer than than maybe I wanted to. Do. So I, I think that's I think that's I think it's also important to point out. It just took me longer than what I wanted it to do, whereas things were taking the time that they need to to take, and that and that was just the case of it. So um, so yeah, so it, it, it was just it was just all of that, like you know, I spent and then and I just felt a bit, I felt quite sad because I spent so I, I worked hard on this, you know, I worked hard on this project, and I'm not saying that, that the business is dud, it's dud, or it's over now because it's not. I just need to get back on it and to get back on that horse and, and ride it. Um. But it was just a it was just a case of um, I'm just gonna spill the damn tea. But it was just to make sure it was just a case of like I just felt sad because I put in all that work and then I ended up just not doing anything afterwards. So yeah, that that was that got me sad. I'm not even gonna deny it. And then I just started to swim it around in that sadness a bit. And it's crazy because I I've actually been trying to get to record this episode um, maybe the last two weeks now, and I just. I just kept pushing on and off, on and off, you know. But yeah. But yeah, 
Um, I'm back here now, sipping on my spiritual talk, talk teas. Um, I'm telling you guys, they're amazing. But um, but yeah, I keep getting distracted. You know why I keep jumping back to drinking tea? Um, so yeah, so 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 that's just what it is, like, or that's what it's been really, just trying to get out of that funk, and also trying to figure out why I was in that funk, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, at the moment, I can't say I figured it out. But I, you know what? I, I have figured it out. You know, there, there, there I go being dishonest again. I have figured it out. It's just because I was just unhappy with the way certain, with the way, with the way certain things were. Or you know, like you know, you come sometimes you come to that realization that shit. I should have done this x amount of x time ago, and then I get sad about that. Like you know, because I start thinking about because I, I start thinking about because. Jim Jim Rowan used to always say this thing, right? It's like human beings are the only species on earth that can sort of like calculate. You can sort of get a rough idea that if I do this, I will get this out of this of that situation. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario, I'll get this. On average, this might be where I land. Human beings are the only creature on this earth that can do that. A tree can't decide, like, you know what, I don't like where I am and just get up and move. As human beings, we have the luxury of being able to do that, right? So, um, so yeah, so I just got bogged down in that. I got bogged, I got really, really down in the dirt about all of that. Like, why didn't I do this then? You know, but you're not doing it then, you're doing it now. And I don't know, I just still couldn't understand why I just, the font just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. But that's, that's what it did. And I allowed it to fester, you know? Um, so yeah, um, I think that's, that's just been the fun that I've really been in, really. Um, and, yeah, just also, like, trying to figure out how, you know, just recording this podcast, going from doing it with Humphrey to now doing it by myself. Like, that's, that's also something difficult to do, you know. It's like, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but sometimes I just felt like I was on autopilot when I was with Humphrey because it was easier in the sense that if, if I was in the funk and didn't want to do it, Humphrey was like, Come on, man, let's just do this. Just get this done. And, you know, we'll get it done. We'll grind it out and we'll put out, we'll put out episodes. Might not be great, might be great, who knows, but we, we, we still, we still, um, we still did it. But then it's like when you're by yourself trying to, sometimes you're trying to find a drive to do stuff by yourself. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Um, I also wanted to talk about Corona, but to be honest, I'm sitting in and just like, I can't be fucked. Um, but yeah, so instead of Corona, maybe now is a good time to say DMs are open. Cat Tits and Tuesdays is back. So jump on that. Send 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 a DM of your cats and tits uh, to the five to fabulous men underscore on Instagram. This is just for research purposes only, not for gratification or anything like that. But yeah, whatever. It's back and and I'm rolling. The DMs are open. So jump in that and do the right thing. You get me? Don't kid don't kidnap any cats though. I mean, I, I won't stop you. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I just have to say that in case someone tries to blame me for some shit like that. But don't worry, that's just me being petty. Um, so that's fine. Um, right, okay. So, I mean, um, before I get into the dad thing, right? I want to talk about my grandfather. Ah, I know. See, that was another side of the front that I'd, I'd sort of been in, right? So, because obviously, like, most people that have listened to this podcast know, well, you can even tell from the name of Fabulous Men. Um, you know, I, I didn't say I didn't grow up without a father. I did. My, my dad was in my life for a, 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 a strong period of time. Look at his story, Jesus. 
um, that happened in my life for a very strong period of time. But the role he played in that period of time was, was also very important and is also very important because some of those things still affect me extremely strongly today. You know, they, they drive me or they don't drive me. They make me, they make me not want to do shit. So, um, so yeah, so I think it's important to, it's important to mention that. And the other thing, yeah, so, so like the backstory, so I went to with my granddad, right? So, um, you know, I've always said that my granddad is the best, was the best, best role model in my life, was the best male figure, the father head, um, that I knew. Um, and that will always be the case. But then I was thinking about it and I was just like thinking to myself, I don't really know my grandfather that well. You know, it's, it's crazy that I say that, right? Like, I don't really know my grandfather that well. What I know of my grandfather is based on how my grandfather made me feel, how he treated me. But, like, and I also remember he was a sailor, and I remember, like, he was he was the first, he was also the first um, on, our, on the street that we used to live on. Um, we were also the first family to have a color TV because my granddad was a sailor and he brought that back. But obviously, I was very young, so a lot of those memories are very sketchy. And oftentimes, I feel like I want to talk to my mum about my grandfather, but then, like, I also don't want to sit there and cry in front of my mother or anything like that. Not to say that I don't cry in front of my mother, but um, my, my emotions are a bit fucked up anyway, but I'll, I'll, I'll get into that as, uh, as we go along. Um, but, yeah, so... It's like most of what I know about my grandfather is the small things that I can remember. But more importantly, it's just the way my grand... But more importantly, what really stands out and what really was really strong is the way he made, he made me feel. Those are the things that I remember. Though, though that's, that's what really stands out. It's, it's just a feeling. It's, it's, it's knowing that, um, you know, he made me feel that way. Which is why, I guess, it's, it's, it's true when they say... Um, People might forget what you say, but they will never... Yeah, people might forget what you said to them, but they will never forget how you made them feel. That that's the same thing about that's the time But yeah, so... So yeah, I think that's, some, that's something I also want to do, is, is speak to my mum about my granddad, and just to learn more about him, you know? Because you, know, you get all that comparison of my mom says all the time, you're, you're like, you're like my dad. It's like, you're like your grandfather. It's, I love animals. I love kids. I love like, you know, I, I, I love like growing plants and, and things like that. You know, those are the things that my grandfather did, you know, like, so my mom just always says I'm like him, but apart from the comparisons and just the little bits I remember, the feeling that I really, have, I don't know much about him. So that's, I know that's something I need to do. Um, that's something I want to do. It's not something that I need to do, but it's, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely something that I, I, um, I want to do. So, um, so yeah, let's, let's, let's get into that stuff. The that stuff that I, I, I technically don't really want to, I, I do want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. So, a uh, little backstory. Um, I was born and raised in Nigeria, as, um, you can tell from my accent. If you can't, hello. Um, so I was born and raised in Nigeria, but I mostly lived with my mum and her side of the family. My dad would come and visit, you know. And as a kid, I 
didn't really know much about him then, you know, my dad, he, my dad, you know, it, it was the, the, the typical African, well, typical, you know, say African, you know, African, not Polynesian, but it was the typical, um, you know, dad-son relationship in Nigeria, where it's, what I say, it was very, very patriarchal, um, patriarchal, basically, um, that sort of, you know, relationship. Which is, which was fine because I I don't know as a kid that didn't really bother me I didn't really know much about him. Then my dad left um, Nigeria to go to the USA to start and always try and start a life for us right. And America didn't really work out. Then he moved to then he moved to the UK in London and eventually he was around five when my mom left um, in Nigeria and yeah that that was I cried my mom cried and. Yeah, but that was fine. I was living with my with my with my grandparents, and and yeah, that was a great time. A whole bunch of stuff happened, you know. But it's not really relevant to the story, really, because um, yeah, so it's it's not yeah, it's not it's not really relevant because I, I don't remember if I want to talk. About, the whole point of this is to talk about my father, right? So he wasn't really present in Nigeria, so it's just yeah. So let's just fast forward, and then. Um, I came to the UK, right? And this is when all hell breaks loose, right? Um, so I came to the UK to live with my dad, and, you know, it's, things started off well, I didn't, I didn't drink anything. And bear in mind, I, I've not lived with this guy, I've not, I've not really had him in my life as much, apart from when he would come and visit for like a month or two, and then we'll be back in London. So, you know, it, it wasn't the same as like living with him. Um, so, in actuality, it was, you know, it was me trying to get to know my father, you know. I didn't, at that age, I didn't desire to build a relationship with him or anything like that, but it was just, that was just what it was. It's, okay, now I'm going to be finally living with my family, you know, that kind of stuff. And I was happy to be in London. I've never been on a plane before. That was my first time. But um, I got here. Um, it was cold. I remember it was cold. It was winter. And, uh, cause I, was, I ran outside. I wanted to go play in the garden and stuff like that. I've been in London and that kind of stuff. And my mom was like, catch a cold, get back in, you know, wearing slippers and stuff. And I know some of you are laughing, thinking, oh, ha, 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 Bushman, I'm from Africa, no shoes. But, um, but yeah, that's what it was. And I think the, the, the stuff that I'm going to cover on this episode, it's just, it's, 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 it's like sometimes, the reason I'm, I'm talking about this is, is because like, my experiences with my, with my father have, have been things I've always had to push the back of my mind. Things that I didn't want to deal with or, you know, in, 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 because I kept saying to myself, I don't want to be like this guy. I'm not going to be like this guy. So by pushing all that, all these memories and stuff into the back of my, my, my mind, I, I thought that's what I was trying to achieve. So, well, obviously therapy for me, uh, is, that's, now that's the complete opposite of what I was trying to achieve, but that, that's fine. Um, that, that's, that's, that's no biggie. That's, that's fine too. So, um, so yeah. So, um, I came to this country and things were things, got beaten quite a lot and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, like my dad was hard on me, boy. Like he was extremely hard. Like it, it's crazy when I think about some of the things I endured for so many years. And not to say it was just me because my mother was oppressed as well. So were my, so were my, my younger siblings. It wasn't just me, but I, I, for some reason, I got it the hardest. Cause I guess I was the first child. 
So like even even like things like crazy things and when I think about it, it's like I finished school at three twenty five, right? It takes me about forty five minutes to get home if I left straight away. I had to be home Monday to Friday at four fifteen. So that doesn't accommodate for traffic. That doesn't accommodate for the bus breaking down. That doesn't even accommodate for like maybe I just want to walk slow with my friends after school and you know that that kind of stuff is just like straight home, straight home. Like literally, I wasn't allowed to go out. Weekends I was home all day. The most I was allowed to do was ride the bike up and down the street, and no more, no less. I was not allowed to party or anything like that. So, um, which is probably another reason why I'm um, sort of uh, sort of a, a bookworm, and I, and I love reading because during those times I was reading like I got to Lord of the Rings, Twilight, Northern Light. You know, those, those kind of things I was reading. I was into books because I wasn't allowed to do anything else, and I guess. I was escaping from my reality by doing that. So that's what I was doing. Um, but yeah, like, do you know what's crazy? It's like I've been putting off doing this episode for so long. And I'm in here and I'm just like, I don't really have much to say about this fucker. You know, that, that, that kind of thing. But I do. But at the same time, it's like, where do I start? and Where do I stop? And what do I talk about? What don't I talk about? Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy because like, I, I think so. Like the key points that I I want want to touch on, or I feel like I should touch on, or I'm going to touch on, is just there was always that strong feeling that of I was never good enough because it doesn't matter what grades I got, it doesn't matter how fast I ran the hundred hundred meters, it doesn't matter how good I was at football or anything like that. I was never good enough. I was always compared to other people's kids or other fam- or yeah. I was compared to other people's kids or, or some of my friends. It was like, why can't you be like that? Why can't you be like this? And like, I'm a very sensitive individual and I've been that way. Even, even as a child, I've been that way. So, you know, all of that, you are not good enough is heavily, heavily, heavily ingrained in me, you know, and it, it's affected relationships. It's affected friendships. It's, it's affected business business ventures. It, it's, it affects a lot, to, to to say the least. Like it, it really does. Like it's, it's just there's no there's no point sugarcoating or even or even trying to sugarcoat in any way. Like that's what it is. That's that's like really what it is. It affects everything. It's 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 been a hard one, and it still is a a, a difficult thing that I'm working on. You know, always everything you did, you know, like everything that I did was good enough, but yet you keep asking to do shit. Like, what is the fucking point? It was just, it was just kind of that, that, that thing, you know. Um, I'll even, I'll give you a point. Uh, like, this is, and like, even like, for example, like with, with, with my self confidence issues and stuff. And this is not the reason why I'm not great with confidence. Like, a lot of my friends can tell you, if you give me a confidence, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's, I'll, I get so uncomfortable or I even change the subject or I just say something stupid or just try to get out of it or I just don't know. And I know sometimes it's just a simple thank you, but it just makes me feel so uncomfortable because I'm not used to this, you know? So, um, yeah, I remember like when I started doing gymnastics, right? So I was doing gymnastics and I was doing gym as well. I was just working, working on myself, you know? And... I was going into puberty, you know, I was, I was excited and getting, like little, getting like a little chest and 
abs and stuff like that. Like I was like, whoa, you know, you, you're so excited because everyone, is all, I went to all boys school, so it was, it was a thing that was so often for you know to be in shape, to be fit. So it, it was, it was nice. I, I remember like it's, it's crazy because we're like, yeah. Anyway, so I, I remember like there was a time when I was in the house and I was walking around. I was in the tracksuit bottom and I had no top one. You know, I was pushing out my little chest. Because I, I was just proud of myself, you know, I was just happy, like, you know, I've got, I've got a chest now, the kind of thing, and, you know, I've been working out, I'm training hard. I was, I felt great. Like, I felt absolutely great. And my father turned around. I don't know whether he just noticed it or whatever. And I remember what he said to me. He said, you walk around my house like that again, with your chest out like that again, and I'll deflate that chest and I'll kill you. Fucking hell. Talk about a fucking, yeah, it was just, ah. Oh. So, but yeah, it, it explains all my self-confidence issues. Um, and, and, and I think that the, 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 the thing, the, the thing, the thing with him is, I don't know, it, it, he, he's a proud Nigerian. Like, even to this day, he doesn't feel like he, he's got anything wrong. And the reason why I know that is because, like, he speaks to one of my brothers, one of my brothers to speak to him. And he, he would say stuff like, why can't, why can't you call me? Or he would say, uh, tell your brothers and your sisters they should call me. My sister used to speak to me. No problem. My sister would be like, what kind of a, a, a guy he is. Like, you say they should call me because, you know. And I'm like, and it's crazy because, like, you think about it. It's like, my guy, you had six kids with my mother. You don't know how we eat. You don't know where we sleep. You don't know how we feed ourselves. And you, you're sitting like, on that prideful rock saying, we should call you, we should change you. For what? You owe you nothing, you know? So, um, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, and I think the reason why it's, it's crazy how things tie up, right? So, obviously, I've been, I've been down in, in, in the dumps, like, really down in the dumps. Um, and I realized that a lot of my issues stem of my father, you know? Um, because the thing is, I was, I was always very open as, as, as a kid, like, that was, that was one thing my, my grandparents nurtured in me. They allowed me to be myself everywhere. Um, like, they just allowed me to be as, as a child, and that's just one of the best environments I can have been. So going from that to going to live with my father, um, that was just, sorry, sorry, that was just um, fucking an oppressor. And I wasn't allowed to do anything. It, it, it was a different contrast, you know? And it was something that I found very difficult to adjust to, which is probably another reason why I used to get beaten a lot, because I would just, I would just try to be myself. I would do things by myself without even thinking. And there was always an issue surrounding that. There was an issue, there was always an issue involved with, with, with that kind of stuff. So it was, yeah, it, it was just, it was crazy. So, um, so it was just a case of like, I was, I was being myself, trying to be myself, but I was always getting in trouble. Even like a funny story, like, and I, and I know one of my friends always, he always gets onto me when I say this. Um, I love cooking. I've always loved cooking as a kid. I, I remember like, I did, I did, I don't know what they call it nowadays, but I did a, a food, food, food tech. I think that's what it was called back in school. So I did food tech, right? And after like my first month of doing food tech, oh my God, I was like, shit, I just want to cook. Like to the point where I would go home and I would fuck up my mom's kitchen. I mean, flour everywhere because I was just trying everything, just trying to make stuff. 
trying to make songs. And I remember one there was a. It's like I always just always seem to remember the really bad times. I don't know why. It's just so it's so strong and embedded in me for some weird reason. But I remember there was a day we were in the kitchen and we were talking. My mom was there, my dad was there, and I said, "What do you want to do when you get want to get older?" I said, "I want to be a chef. I want to be a cook." Man, this guy lost his shit, and I'm talking like if my mom wasn't there, I probably would have got beaten that day. Like that that kind of that that level of annoyance that like he was so annoyed at the fact that I told him I wanted to be a chef. So it's crazy because like even like now, like I still love cooking. I cook a lot. But I prefer to cook for my friends. So I cook for my friends and stuff all the time. Or I'm always trying new recipes. But like, for example, like my new thing at the moment is I'm baking sourdough bread and I've been working on it. I'm still tweaking my formulas and it's, and I, I, I really enjoy it. Even though, like, for example, when someone says, Oh, the bread looks good or the bread tastes good, tell me how to make it. And I'm like, well, in order for you to start using about maybe two weeks to create a, a nice starter. And the bread making process can take a whole day. Um, if I give you some axe, or the standard way, it can, it can take two days. And people are like, what, two days to bake bread? Nah, forget it, forget it. But I enjoy that kind of stuff, you know. I enjoy looking at a recipe and thinking, hmm, I've never done this before. Or I don't even know what ingredient that is. Where can I get this from? How do I, you know, so I enjoy those type of things, right? So, um, yeah, my friend always gets on me. She always says, like, you know, you can, you can still do something with it. You can go to culinary school and I'm just like, like, I'm like, yeah, but no. Because for me, it's one of those ones, like, it's, 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 it's now a case of where, like, I enjoy cooking, but if I also then try to pursue it, I just feel like that memory is so tainted. There was, there's always going to be a dark cloud hanging over me because I haven't got to a place of, uh, self-worth yet. I haven't got to a place where I feel where I can heal, you know, I'm, I'm still a hurt little individual. So, um, so, so yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. So it's like, and I think that's part of that, honestly speaking, I think that those are part of the issues that I face, um, in my life at the moment, you know, because it's like I question who I am because, um, I don't know, like I, I have, I have this feeling, feeling that this is what I want to do, this is what I want to be, but I'm like, and then so my brain kicks in, like, logical, it's like, no, you can't do that, you can't be that way. It's a, it's a constant battle, and then it's, it's difficult because at the same time I'm thinking, which one should I follow? Is the, is the feeling the right thing to do? Or should I do what my brain is telling me to do? You know, you know? Like, even like, it's crazy, because even like before this episode, I was just speaking to my, my boy Kaede, and I was just like to him, like, it, it's like, I was getting annoyed because like, I had like a, a few incidents where people have asked me to do stuff for them and then these are the people that at one point say they don't fuck with me but then they've asked me to do something for them and I've done it and I'm just like why the fuck did I do that? And also why the fuck are you asking me? Because you just I, I remember a couple of months ago you told me like you don't really fuck with me like that but all of a sudden you need something and now I'm your guy? Like what the you know like but in, in the moment because my my inclination is to is to help you know so I help but then then I turn around and I'm like, whoa, why am I even helping people? Like, what the, what the actual fuck type of thing? But, fuck it. We live and we learn in. So, um, yeah, this, this, this wasn't actually that bad at all. I guess maybe because I'm also not going into it as, as deeply as when I was thinking about it, or maybe because it's not actually as bad as I, 
I thought it would be. You know, I, I don't know, but I've just there's, there's been an element of fear that I didn't want to, I didn't want to do this, or I didn't, I didn't want to talk about this. But um, but yeah, I am talking about it because like really and truly, and honestly, this this is this has had a huge impact in my life, and this is something that still bugs me, and this is something that like still affects me every day, and yeah, it's. I don't know. It, it, it's not. It's it, it, it's not a case of saying it is what it is because it really is. Um, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's yeah. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. And I've been pushing off doing this for months now. But you know, done it. Did it. It's done. So here we are. Um, what else should I say before I bounce? But yeah, man. Um, Slowly trying to find my feet again, um, in terms of with the podcast. Slowly trying to find my feet again. So, so yeah, I yeah, I just want to say, look, listen, a, a massive shout out to everyone who rocked with me, or everyone who's always rocked with the podcast and still rocks with the podcast. It's insane to me because I don't understand why people still listen to me talking, especially now that I talk about what people do. Um, so, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, just know that this this is my space to get my shit off. Uh, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know what I want to do with this platform because what I, what what when I started off when I started when when I created the, the Fabulous Men podcast, what you know my 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 dreams and my visions. Um, I guess I don't know. Can you say my dreams and visions were too great? Maybe they were. I don't know. Or maybe I just didn't write have to write tools. Um, when. I had the vision, or maybe I did rather have, maybe I did have the right tools, but I just did not have to execute. But then again, if I did not have to execute, maybe I did not have the right tools. But yeah, man, um, yeah, like it's, it's crazy because, you know, the, the, the dreams and the visions and the hopes and the aspirations weren't just for one person. So now I've got to figure it out for one person. And, yeah, I'm working on it. I, 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 yeah, so just stay tuned. And um, no, this is not going to be the last episode for the year. Um, this is going to be the one and only episode for October. And we just have to see what November holds. So, um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening and tuning in. Stay corona-free. Stay blessed. Be happy. Be joyful. And have some fun. It's your boy, Just Adventure. Thank you for listening. We out here. Yeah. Goodbye. Hello, and um, <clears throat> I just realised that I spent a whole bunch of time talking about all the things I talked about. Um, this is actually a part two, by the way, um, because the other episode was actually recorded a few weeks ago. So um, I just realised, like, I spent a lot of time talking about the things that I talked about, which is to do with my father and sort of like that relationship side of things. But the whole point of this episode or the whole point of why i did this was to actually communicate um the things that i learned you know and i just realized that i, I didn't actually do that at all in, a, in the last one so i'm sort of like just re-recording this so the sound quality might be a bit um different because um i actually <clears throat> i've been recording these episodes in my wardrobe because obviously there's you know less space and um sound quality will be much better because there's less space for the sound to travel through um but i'm actually <clears throat> doing quite the opposite this time around and i'm just recording it in my room um 
because that actually takes me a while to set up because I have to literally take everything out of my wardrobe. But I know you don't care about that and that's not why I'm here. So um, so the first things that I just wanted to uh, touch on in terms of like the lessons that I did learn from having to go through all that, there's always a silver lining as they say. Um, sometimes I can't see it, sometimes I refuse to see it and sometimes, I don't know, the silver lining is the fact that you're alive and you can um, fight another day. As bleak as that sound, but that's sort of just how it is. Um, I think one of the most important things that I learned from having to deal with that and having to go through that ordeal was patience. It sounds ridiculous, I know, but it's it's just it was just the patience because my mom always used to say this thing to me like this is this isn't going to be forever, and you know when you're going through everything that was going on and someone's telling telling you that you, you don't want to hear it because you're you're thinking like. I'm getting beaten and be I'm being abused. So you telling me this isn't forever, it's not doing me any good because it, at this moment in time, it, this shit does feel like it's going to last forever. Because if you when it came to like when I was getting close to the age of like um, starting university, my mom just always said to me, "Whatever uni you pick, make sure you pick one that's far away. Like don't don't be staying anywhere in London where you have to stay at home. Pick a uni that's far away so you can have your freedom. Like just just to get away. So um i would say the biggest lesson i learned is patience um having to be patient but but there's also a little bit of a downside to that because then the the, the biggest issue with that is sometimes i'm patient to a fault so i keep expecting something to get better or i keep thinking it will get better so sometimes what happens is i'm patient for too long so um rather than pulling the trigger on something um i don't know maybe a, a few months or a year um, before down the line I'll let it keep going because I'm because I'm, I'm being patient I guess it's, it's the best way to to sort of put that so that would be the um so the, the the biggest lesson and um from that and and I think and another another lesson is just it's, it's just like it's learning I know it sounds weird it's like trying to trying to I don't know it even sounds strange to me sitting here and having to discuss this and talk about this but you know I mean it's it's that's what happened and that's just sort of like being the setup and the um and these are sort of I guess these are the lessons that I I, I took from it you know the, the, these are these are what I learned from it um so yeah so I mean like it is what it is. Um, I think the other, the other lesson is just learning how to navigate, you know, like being in a bad situation and just learning how to navigate, how to survive. I, I, I don't know whether that's a positive. I think I feel like it is. But given the circumstances, is it a positive thing that's happened? But yeah, I, I had to learn how to survive, you know, like, for example, if my dad comes home and I'm downstairs and he comes home and let's say I'm watching TV and or something like that. I tactfully, 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 tact, 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 oh, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, I learned the, the, the art of removing myself from a space without making it too obvious, you know, not like he comes home and then I'm off because then that becomes an issue as to why is it that I've come home and you've just decided to up and leave, you know, so I have to find a way to navigate that and adjust to that and actually execute that. So, I, I I learned that, so I, I learned how to sort of survive in 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 bad environment, in in very very te- um, tense environment, hostile environment. Um, so yeah, so if if I'm upstairs and he comes upstairs, and I know like you know you sort of learn to like read the room basically, 
you learn to read the room and you, it's just a case of like, hmm, I wonder what mood is he in today. Let me listen out. So you, you start to listen out for like little things that might set him off. And, and it's funny because it's like, where am I going? We lived in a, one, two, three, we live in a four bedroom house, right? So where exactly was I going? Because it wasn't a case of where I could just hop out and leave. Like I wasn't allowed to leave. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. So it's, it's just navigating all of these things properly and just figuring out sort of just what to do to, um, you know, just stay our arms way type of thing. So, um, so that's lesson number two. Is there lesson number three? Hmm. I wonder. Lesson number three. So, as I was saying, so I think the the third lesson is probably the the final the final lesson. Um, when I actually think about it, um, honestly, um, so the the third lesson is the fact that a lot a lot of the things that I learned was how not to be. So, for example. Like one of, one of my friends, Jake, will always tell you, I always seem to be able to get the best deal out of EE. Well, since they were T-Mobile or, or one-to-one. Ever since, ever since, ever since I've been um, negotiating my own phone deal, even goes beyond just phone deals, like whether it's broadband or whatever, I've always been able to negotiate very, very good deals. Why? Because I watched my father teach me how not to do it. My dad was the sort of person that would pick up the phone and get all aggy. I'm leaving. Blah, blah, blah. Shouting down the phone. Whereas I've learned that the best way to deal with people when when you when you want something from someone, you, you could do the angry thing. You might get something, you know. So let's say you need five pounds of someone, right? You're doing the angry thing. You, you know, you might get a pound. But you appeal to their nature. You might get four pounds if you're lucky, or you might get three pound fifty, or you might get two pound fifty. It's a lot more than a pound. So I learned how to not do that. You know, like I learned how to talk to people. So, for example, my dad would be doing that angry thing, shouting down the phone, uh, screaming the house down. Whereas me, I'll call up. How's your day? How have you been? What's your name? I always say, always take the name. This is this is a lesson. This is a lesson when you're when you're sort of like trying to negotiate your your phone contract. Always take the name of the person you're speaking to. And when you do address them, you address them by their name rather than just being so, so like informal about it or in, in third person type of thing. Informal. Always ask how they do it. So, I mean, I'm not here to give you a whole breakdown of how I get good deals on like phone and broadband and etc. But it's just like, I think, I mean, I mean, at the start of this, I said that the biggest lesson was patience. I think that's incorrect. I think the biggest lesson when I actually do think about, about it and in terms of what I'm saying right now, I think the, the biggest lesson was how not to be, how not to treat people sort of thing. I mean, I'm not saying I get it right all the time, but I have a reference point, if that makes sense. So sometimes I might act out or I might be wild, but then like, I feel like I've grown to, to I'm at this stage in life like where like, I've grown to just in the moment when, when when the thing is when things happen in the heat of the moment, I might I might not be I might be very arrogant because we're in the moment. But after I've cooled down, depending on who you are, um, let's put that little caveat there or whatever the situation is. Once I've calmed down, I've really re had time to reassess the situation. Pick up the phone or whatever it is and say I'm sorry, you know. And I think I think that's another lesson that that I learned a lot with slave owner, you know, um, I, I, I need to stop calling it that. But anyway, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the biggest lessons I learned with her. Like it's, 
wow she might she might give me advice about something and i'm just very headstrong and i'm like no i'm not doing it yada 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 just being very very like ah and she doesn't say anything she just leaves me be she's like okay cool that's fine and then you just realize that like, you know what she was right because the thing is if she decides to start arguing with me in that situation etc i'll probably get even more more ignorant and being the stubborn person i am probably won't want to do any of those things that she's advised me on so um so that's yeah so i mean yeah it's, i think that is that has to be the biggest lesson the biggest lesson is that i learned is how not to be as a person you know i have a reference point to the things that i don't want to do as a person or i i don't want people to think about me or my so like not even not not that i don't want people to think about you can think whatever you want but just just my character as long as my character and my reputation speaks for itself then i'm fine with that you know people are always going to have their opinions of you that doesn't matter i don't care about that but it's just my character my defining moment how do i not how do I, what, what is it that I want my character might be able to say about me as a person. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I just thought I'd add this bit at the end of the podcast or the previous one. Um, I recorded that one over two weeks ago, probably going three weeks now. Not that the dates matter to anyone because they wouldn't know because when this comes out, it comes out as one. But um, yeah, I recorded it. And it's weird because I recorded it and I didn't post it because I wasn't happy with it. But that, but then don't ask me what I'm not happy with. I couldn't tell you. It's more of a feeling thing, you know. I'm not, I'm not happy with it. And but, but it is what it is, you know. It's, it's just an expression, I guess. I guess this is sort of like my new form of therapy since I haven't been go. I've been, I haven't been to therapy in a while. Not because I feel like I don't need it, but I haven't gotten to the uh, to to that stage again of making myself go yet. You know, like how I used to every week, sort of thing. But um, yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah, so um, I just thought I'd put this at the end. Um, thank you guys for always listening and tuning in. Um, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. So just follow the pod on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and you can also you know keep up to date on um Instagram on on what's going on with the podcast on Instagram. So um. Thank you guys. Uh, as always, it's been a pleasure. Um, I need a new outro because it's just me now. So doing the old outro just sounds weird. But yeah, peace out. Peace and blessing. Goodbye. Oh,